Hey, what's good, everybody? It's Cedric Warren here, your host of Said Talk. Get it like TED Talk, but it's me. Uh, a couple of things. So shout out to everyone who has listened thus far, man. The South Carolina series has already uh, gathered up over 150 listens, man. So I really appreciate that. I'm glad y'all are enjoying it. If you have not listened, uh, definitely go back and start with the 803 episode. That was our first one. I believe that was episode 23. Check out that. We give a lot of background to South Carolina in there. Then we moved to the 864 with the upstate, another good conversation. And then after that, we moved to the first part of the 843, which was the low country area as well. So the 843 is a much larger area in South Carolina. So we are focusing on uh, the newest area of the 843 as well. So I knew this series would do well. I'm glad uh, my co-host and I were able to come up with this idea. So we're keeping it rolling. We're focusing on the PD region. And uh, for my listeners outside of South Carolina, uh, it's not spelled with the letters PD. It is spelled P-E-E-D-E-E. So uh, that's what it is. Not sure why it's called that, but that's what it is. So for the PD region, um, kind of your northeastern part of the state uh, comprises of the counties Dillon, Chesterfield, Marlboro, Ory, Marion, Darlington, Florence, Lee, Williamsburg. And an honorable mention, even though we included it in the Low Country episode, is Georgetown. So I think it depends on the map you're looking at. Uh, some include Georgetown County and the PD, some don't. So uh, local colleges in the PD area, we have Coastal Carolina University uh, in Conway, South Carolina. Uh, shout out to the Coastal Baseball Team 20. 17 NCAA baseball champs. We got Francis Marion University, which is in Florence. And then we also have Coker College, which is in Hartsville as well. So with us today, we got two more guests and I will let them introduce themselves. So tell us who you are, where you're from and what you do professionally. So Greg, if you will kick us off, man. Sure thing. Um, hey everyone, my name is Greg Chapman. I'm uh, from Florence, South Carolina, and I work as an IT service delivery analyst. Um, just just after the job with Peloton, like earlier this week, so that's the new. Nice. You getting a free bike? Off the, off the top. Hey man, I can get you a refurbished Peloton bike for like five hundred bucks. So <laughs> they run for like twenty something or two thousand, twenty two hundred something dollars retail. So jeez, yeah. <laughs> God, uh, perks on perks. That's the new right. Bowflex, man. The Pelotons. Right, yeah, man. Congrats, bro. Yeah. All right, JD. What's good, world? This is Justin Dunham. I'm from Florence, South Carolina. Um, I currently work in hospital operations and strategy in the Greater Charlotte market. Nice. He calls himself Justin. We call him JD. Skinny, <laughs> aka Skinny <laughs> Jeans. <laughs> Skinny jeans. When I met him, he was rocking the skinny jeans and the fitteds and the dunks. All right. To, <laughs> to this day. To this day, man. I still do that. Still right. rocking it. And of course, uh, we have, uh, he's not problematic, but he's here. Uh, we have the co host. He's back, Justin Warren. What's up, man? <laughs> JD's giving him a nod. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> Sorry I was late to last week's episode. Uh, said talk administrators tried to fire me, but I beat the case, so I'm back again. Back. <laughs> can't get rid of me. We can't. I think uh, you add a good, uh, good dynamic to the show, so I appreciate it. <clears throat> All right, so good we nice will. Balance. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good word. Good balance. Uh, so. 
I appreciate y'all being on. So we will get into the conversation. I think Justin has a lot of the um, conversation pieces ready for you. So I'll let him ask the questions and I will comment as well. And feel free to jump in uh, whenever you got something to say and we'll get it rolling. Right. So thanks for being on, guys. You both, you gentlemen are from Florence, also known as Flowtown. So with Florence, it's kind of the the hub for the PD. You know how the Midlands is the hub is Columbia, Low Country, Charleston. So Florence is the hub for the PD region. So we'll start with JD. What was it like growing up in Florence? Yeah, so Florence, it was unique, man. Um, I told you guys earlier, my family and I, we jumped around Florence. So we started in East Florence, then went uh, to West Florence, then went to North Florence. I am a, a proud hood baby, um, but definitely learned a lot of good lessons there. Uh, Florence was really insular, so church was super important to us. So I went to church like three or four times a week, um, playing music in church, and ended up playing in school and doing sports too. So we were super well-rounded and music is actually what got me to South Carolina, University of South Carolina, man. So small town, tight-knit uh, Christianity was really important. Sports was really important. And that's that's the way we identify with the world. And Greg, tell us about Florence. Yeah, it's very interesting, J.D., hearing your upbringing because, uh, you know, it's very similar on my side, I would say. Uh, born and raised in an area of Florence called Quinby which is like a town within Florence, which is like on the north side of the, the city. Um, we were, I was born and raised there, but then my family relocated to the west side of the city as they were kind of, you know, moving around and kind of coming up financially and things like that. Uh, and I graduated from West Florence High School. Um, I would say music and, and a church definitely uh, were heavy influences in my life in Florence and time spent in Florence. Um, new JD through music. We met in high school and playing in the same bands and things like that. <laughs> and so a lot of my uh, best friends and brothers, you know, that I built those kind of bonds and friendship with in Florence, you know, was based around church or based around, you know, um, those type of uh, environments and such. And so uh, Florence, like you said, it's kind of like the head of the PD. Um, so it kind of, we kind of felt as such, I think, coming out of Florence, but at the same time, we still had like that small town feel. So like you felt like you knew your neighbors or you knew of people who if you didn't know them. Somebody, some, you, you weren't too many degrees of separation away from everybody coming out of the city. So. All right. Very relational. Cool. Yeah. So with Florence being the hub, like what, what, what are the attractions of Florence? Like why do people from the smaller surrounding cities of the PD come to Florence? Like what are they, what are they coming to Florence for? We have the mall. <laughs> okay. We the have mall. the Magnolia Mall. We have the Magnolia Mall. Yeah. Uh, people come here. Uh, I, I would say the job opportunities in the in the PD area. Uh, you know, the majority of them, you know, are will be based out of Florence. If you know that they're more financially, I guess you can say, uh, lucrative. Um, I think uh, just the restaurants and chains and things. You know, Florence usually gets the food or the new store or whatever it is in the area if it's coming to this area of the state. Um, 
you said you mentioned uh, the PD and PD. Where's that come from? It's actually from the river. It's the PD River. Gotcha. That goes from uh, North uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. Man, I think it starts like in Appalachian. Yeah, so that's PD River. All right, that, I appreciate that's that. That's where that comes from. But, Go ahead. Um, yeah. Uh, so I got the question, but yeah, that's. <laughs> those <laughs> I got are ones. Florence was the question, and um, JD, you could probably speak to this. I know in Florence, it's where 95 and I-20 meet. And I believe it's the halfway point between New York and Miami. So tell me about yes. tell me about that. Like, how's that influence Florence? So Jay Warren, that, that is our claim to fame, man. That's like the best part of Florence is its location. So most people who know about Florence who aren't from Florence just know it as like a pass-through city. So if you're trying to get to Miami, oh, you know, I have to go through Florence. If you're going from Florida to New York, oh, I have to go through Florence. Um, I think 20 actually ends in Texas um, and it starts here in Florence too. So I think as a result, we have tons of businesses that kind of line the interstate and that, that's what brings folks there. Uh, if you guys haven't heard of it, Thunderbird Restaurant off the interstate is something oh, yeah. that everybody talks about <laughs> and it's something that I really never understood, man. But apparently Thunderbird was dope to people. Um, yeah. so the food is really good there. Um, kind of thinking uh-huh. about other things that make it special. I think art is actually super dope too. We have a pretty famous artist named William H. Johnson, the album of Florence. Um, and there's a really interesting arts museum that's in North Florence as well that kind of commemorates his work, man. So people sleep on Florence, but we have like a low-key, strong arts culture too that brings folks. Um, but also the things that happen in the underground. So of course, being in the interstate, you know, the uh, the drug flow happens through Florence as well, man. So you often see folks kind of put on the side of the road, like four or five cops yeah. behind them, man, because they uh, got caught up, man. Yeah. So the, uh, the, yeah. the drug infrastructure is very strong in yeah. Florence. That's okay, that corridor, so man. stands for drug flow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drug flow between New York and Sorry. Miami, man. Two major drug markets. I, I know. I'm, I'm, I remember... I've times I've gone to, I've driven up to see Justin in DC and I would pass through Florence, man, and highway patrol out there, cops pulled over. I'm like, drugs. <laughs> I know they hemmed up for some drugs, man. Uh, and that's what I usually see outside of, of course, Virginia, which probably spends the most per capita on uh, police and just uh, it's insane. Uh, I see a lot of police through Florence. Um, so, and I think we talked about this in the upstate episode. There's certain highways where you see more police activity than others. Um, so, for the upstate, when I've gone up that way, 385 was that one I didn't see too much, but as you get closer to it, you do get towards the Greenville area. So, cool. Uh, <clears throat> All right. So, you guys represent the PD. And I'll be honest with you, when I got to school, I think I had heard of the PD, but I really couldn't tell you what counties or exactly where made us up the PD. So do you guys feel like you're forgotten amidst the the giant three regions? And like, do you guys kind of like stick together? Like at USC, cause you know, people usually click up from like where they are from. So did you, did the PD people kind of have a little click and do, or do you guys just felt forgotten? amongst the other regions? That's a good question. Um, you know, I definitely got a sense of, you know, there was 
some kind of clicking going on at USC amongst the subgroups within the state of South Carolina, folks looking for their identities, you know, and where their lanes were. Um, I don't necessarily know if the PD region itself kind of had that identity or at least, uh, or, or felt like there was a lack of one for that matter either. It was kind of like you knew if you were from there, you knew what it was, but if you weren't, you probably didn't. And we weren't loud enough, I guess, personality-wise to even try to voice that, our presence there. It's like, if you know you do, if you don't, that's cool too. <laughs> and it was just kind of like, or at least my in my perspective, it was like, we knew each other. Um, you know, I knew of JD, from Florence, we knew. I knew Spencer. When I found out Maurice, you know Phillips, who was from Darlington Mail area, like, and there were a couple other people that I knew from the area. Um, and I would always make note of that and just kind of be like, okay, you know, similarities with those type of people, they're kindred folks. But um, I never, I never really felt like, oh, nobody really like came after the PD or like, oh, you're from the PD, that means this. It was never, it never felt like it was any kind of negative light either in that regard so I'm, I'm not sure i wouldn't say that uh we were lacking of an identity it was just more of like we all knew what it was but we probably just didn't talk too much about it i don't know what did you say jd um i i would agree with greg i would just diverge a little bit and just say that while florence it's a special place i don't think there's any one thing that really distinguishes it from the rest that really resonates like with college age folks is like how Florence when you got major interstates like no one cares about stuff like that man <laughs> so so we we came with the networks like we, we knew the folks that were from Florence Darlington Hartsville I think as a result of that we had some respect and some understanding of our community man but I, I really don't think Florence had a distinguishing identity um, at college man so for me I, I kind of use it as a chip man and I would try to hold up Florence wherever I could man I, I remember my probate right. speech man I shouted out Florence Man, I, I, I wanted people to know that uh, you know Florence was special, and we had great people coming out of it. I mean what I say, and I say what I mean. <laughs> I will say Florence does have you know good people that come out of the city, and it is there is a sense of pride you know from coming from that area. You know, like for example, like Lawrence Timmons, who used to play for the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's from Florence. And like I always like to, I would always like to make note of the fact that like, hey man, he's, he's from Florence, you know, like or you know stuff like that. So there is a sense of pride when folks do great things because people do, come, you know, I think great folks do come out of Florence that do kind of go off into major cities or whatever in other lanes and do pretty good. The folks that do leave Florence and Italy. All right. So uh, here's a question: Do you guys consider? Myrtle Beach a part of the PD or is Myrtle Beach low country? Like, it seems to be some debate over that. Like, do y'all cl- y'all claim that Myrtle Beach or what? How's that work? Uh, I, I can hop in here. For, for me, I, I claim it because it's like an hour from Florence, man. So we were always near Myrtle Beach. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't realize until college that like the beach was dope. I just thought it was cool. Really, South Carolina, but yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was like a national attraction, like the way it is. Um, but I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I think is, because of that, 
Yeah, I, I think because of that, I think it adds to our identity a little bit because Florence is kind of wedged in between like the coastal areas and Columbia, the armpit of the South. So we all want to have some kind of a shit with murder. Watch your mouth, boy. It's our Lord. Hey, too late, man. I already said it. <laughs> man, to, to me, I, I go back and forth with it. I personally, when I think PV, I don't think Myrtle Beach, you know, I think Florence and all the neighboring counties. Uh, but in terms of to be from Florence, like Myrtle Beach absolutely is a part of my upbringing. Like we would be in Myrtle Beach, guys, every summer, every every time, every chance we got, where it was like, we got some time, we're going to the beach. Like that's where we straight to the beach. And so I can't even knock Myrtle Beach and be like, it's not a part of the culture it is. Um, but uh, but to me, in the same instance, though, Myrtle Beach is its own thing. You know, like, Myrtle Beach is this, it's, it's, its own, it's its own, it's the beach. It's like the rest of the state and then Myrtle Beach. It's almost like the, it could be looked at as like the Florida of our state in so many ways. <laughs> so I don't know. I, like, I, I would claim it, but then at the same time, I'm like, uh, not, not, I don't know. So I go back and right. forth. Greg, Greg, Greg is hedging you guys. That's what's going on here. I'm hedging. <laughs> I'm hedging. When I think it's not, PD, it's not the PD though. It's not. I won't claim it. I won't claim it. It's not PD. When it's I PD think PD, I I automatically think Florence and Horry County. So basically, Florence, South Carolina, yeah. Myrtle Beach. Those are the two places that I think about. But I know the other places that are technically considered that, of course. But those two places are what I think about. Um, so. Uh, but I'm, you know, do, so do y'all know anybody that came to USC from Myrtle Beach? Because I don't think I know or have met anyone from Myrtle Beach, Conway area. Um, I know like one person from Conway. I don't, I don't yeah. She went to Benedict. I can't so. think of anybody. I can't I, think I, of anybody. One of our brothers, Julius Hamilton, went, is from Conway. Gotcha. I think, um, Julius is a year older than me, so he would have been there JD's and Greg's freshman year. Got it. Um, he's from Conway. Let's see. Where are I going with this? Uh, so the place that we're that connects us all is USC, where we all came to receive our higher education. So I'm oh, sure God. when you come to USC, you learn more about the other regions of the state. So what did you think about the other regions of the state? What did you think about people from Midlands and Columbia? What did you think about the low country, Charleston, the upstate, the Greenville, Spartanburg? What do you think of those people? We'll start with JD. Gotcha. So I'm country, and I would readily admit that, man. So folks from Columbia, I thought it was a big city, man. Like, state capital. They had all the big buildings and the skyscrapers. Like, Columbia is dope. It's so much better than where I come from. Uh, for, for the upstate, I thought Clemson. So, you know, redneck, you know, country, you know, backwoods type stuff. Um, for Charleston, man, Charleston was crazy. It was really 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 inspiring to see how much pride they had in their community and i was envious of it i'm, I'm pretty sure i developed a geechee accent in college because, because i thought so highly of um and that community that they had man so for me charleston it was very strong like you, you could tell that like, they were proud of where they're from um you could tell like if someone was from charleston just by listening to them it was super unique 
again with Florence, I just thought we had our own kind of internal traditions that, that we shared amongst each other. Um, Columbia, big city, upstate country. Great. Yeah, for me, um, very similar kind of thought process. When I got to USC, my first impression of the folks from the Metro, from the Columbia was, it was the big city. It felt like you made it, we made it to the city. You know, coming from Florence, it was like, if you can get out, you can get to Columbia, then you made it. Like that was kind of your thought process. But but I would say like the kids at USC, they knew it though. That was the funny thing about it. There was definitely a, a sense of an arrogance that came from the Columbia crew. But I, you know, they knew it. They knew that they were the city kids and stuff like that. It was all cool to me. How they had like that swagger, that confidence at USC. I kind of picked up on that. That was different from coming from Florence. And so, uh, Folks from the upstate, you know, whenever I think of upstate, it was always, you know, that was just out there in the sticks. You know, that's borderline somewhere else. Like, I don't even, we don't really mess with the upstate like that. They need to come to the city or come down where we are. It's kind of like my, I was my conservative thought process. Charleston to me <clears throat> was probably the area I knew the most about outside where I'm from. And so, um, I knew what Charleston was about roughly into how, you know, those that community kind of got down. And so when I, but it was kind of amplified at USC. Like it wasn't, I always would see Charleston, like the community. I went to see like young college Charleston kids. And so once I got to college, it was just like, wow, like these kids are like turned up to the back, just like at everything. And so that was always fun to be around. It was attractive in, in an instant, you know, just to kind of see that group of folks kind of get up for the area like that. Wish Florence would be like that. A little envy there. So I feel you on that, JD. A little envy, you know what I'm saying, on that coming from Florence. But at the same time, it was like, but we, Florence is good too. So we was cool with it. So it was all good. That's what's up. You know, I, I never really envied Charleston. So I got a little bit, until I got older and moved outside the state. Like when I was in school, they talk so much noise, man. I just like forget this. Yeah. I'm gonna have to love y'all even harder. So they don't, yeah. <laughs> they don't surpass us as being the best city in South Carolina. But as I've gotten older yeah. and moved outside the state, now I realize Charleston is uh, clear, clearly like the best and most popular city in South Carolina. And then you got Greenville who has come up and surpassed Columbia. And um, so, you know, Columbia's third now. And it's funny that y'all said Columbia were the city kids. Um, I mean, I think growing up in Columbia, I felt like, okay, we're from the bigger, the most popular city in the state, but I don't know if I felt like city. I don't know if that I felt that, you know? So that's yeah. an interesting uh, viewpoint that you guys have coming from a smaller city. I think uh, I was gonna eventually ask, moving to a larger yeah, city has- Go ahead. I said, I think eventually moving to a larger city, I recognize that like Columbia was not really a the big city. I could see how it is for other people. I've heard people from Greenwood, other places like that. They just like y'all said, they say like Columbia was the big city. But being from there, I didn't really have that big city vibe. Like Justin said, I really felt like we were an okay city. You know what I'm saying? And it, land wise, it, it does stretch pretty far, but population wise, it doesn't really feel like the big city. So. Right. So uh, I was going to ask these guys, you know, on the other episodes, I asked about these mythical places in South Carolina that may or may not be real. Yeah. And um, the PD has one. And um, 
my research uncovered a place called Coker College. <laughs> so is this a real place? And if it's real, tell me what their mascot is. Okay, okay, I've got to do with this. Okay, sorry, Jay. Yes, so um, I, I actually used to work in that area. So Coker College is in Hartsville, South Carolina. It is a small liberal arts college and their mascot is the cobra. Um, their colors are like navy blue and gold, and it's a really important part of the Hartsville community, man. They have a really strong partnership with Sunoco, who's a, a Fortune 500 company that was founded in Hartsville. So all the paper products that you see out there, a lot of them were produced by Sunoco, man. Um, you know, Darlington is very close as well, and they have the racetrack, so the whole of Darlington Hartsville community is really strong, and I think Coker is like the anchor institution there, man. So that is a factual place. Hey, man, you better know your region, Brad. That's what's up. Good job, man. Good job. <laughs> Let's go, Hartsville. Yeah. You just taught me. I didn't even know that. Like, yeah. I knew that Coker existed because we used to go out there. Remember, Jay? Isn't that mm-hmm. where our, uh, our band uh, camp? Band, band camp. We would go to Coker College for band camp, y'all, in high school. Okay. Yeah, you know, Coker is one of the places like Erskine. Like, I just like, is this a real place? Do people go here? Do people graduate? Yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah. But that's what's up, JD. He was ready for that question. Absolutely, man. I, I had that one in the chain before you, bro. Yeah, yeah on right. deck. On deck. <laughs> so I want to move on to. Um, you mentioned some famous people from Florence and the PD area. You mentioned Lawrence Timmons. You also got. Uh, Vanna White from Myrtle Beach, and Mike Tolbert's also from I think from Beach area as well. But did y'all know Alvin Green was born in Florence? And do you remember Alvin Green? Nah, you you got me here. No, bro. I don't. So yeah, Alvin Green, no. oh man, he was the guy who ran for the Senate in South Carolina. But he was like the worst candidate ever. I remember. Oh yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Like, yep. It's like we're in college. He, he looked like a creep. <laughs> he actually went to USC. Yeah, I remember him uh, now. Yeah. I were think we in college looked, when he ran? Go ahead. Were we there? Were we in college when he came? Twenty ten. Twenty ten. Yes, I remember this guy. Yeah. Uh, I tried to forget. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. <laughs> he came up during my research. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. Like, I do a whole episode on uh, where in the world is Alan Green. But <laughs> he was born in Florence. I'm not sure if he lived there his whole life, but he is one of Flotown's, <laughs> Flotown's finest. <laughs> Obviously, you guys don't claim him because you did not remember him. But. Nah, not nah, even, man. Nah. He's not my folks. I don't know him at all. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Roy, I actually got another one for you too, man. Uh, and Greg, Greg knows him well. Um, he graduated with us from West Florence. His name is Brandon Bostick. Um, played yep. in the NFL. Do, do you remember the Seahawks game against the Packers when the guy jumped up to get the um, the kick return and it, and it popped off his helmet and the, yeah. the player from this yeah he, he's from Florence, man. An incredible athlete. Played at Newberry College and actually basketball in the middle school man, but um but was no friend had a great NFL career but most people remember him from that play so I think oh you yeah he cost the Packers that game oh man. yeah that was that was tough, that was tough. yeah bad break for him but shout out to him representing Florence in South Carolina in South Carolina 
Well, city. <laughs> uh, let's see. You know, that's about all I have for you guys, man. Y'all, um, thanks for being on, representing Florence. Say, did you have anything else for our distinguished guest? Nah, man. Uh, like Justin said, I appreciate y'all being on. And uh, again, appreciate y'all highlighting your area. You know what I'm saying? This SE series has gone really well. I think people are learning uh, just like we are. You know what I'm saying? I had a, a, a pretty good knowledge of South Carolina, but to hear these individual experiences, I think they provide a lot more insight into what our state offers. Um and all of us are, you know, are now away from the state. And I'm pretty sure wherever we go, you know, what I'm saying regardless of what region we're from, we're always going to put on for the state of South Carolina. Uh, so I definitely do right. here. You know, I let people know, like, I'm that's where I'm from, you know, always. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I actually and and I live in a suburb of Indianapolis, but I actually drove home the other day from the grocery store and saw a actual South Carolina state flag posted on somebody's like house. And I was like, oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? So we everywhere, man. We out here. So yeah, sure. Carolina sure. is, is all over, man. So and you can't talk about uh, American history without South Carolina history, man. We are such an integral part of what this country is um, for good and bad reasons. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> You know, uh, we are we're very much ingrained into this into the uh, society, and uh, a lot of a lot of famous people here. A lot of uh, good things happen here. You know what I'm saying? So, South Carolina is where it's at, man. So, a lot of potential here, and uh, a lot of good people here too. I will say that. So, proud Amazing to be from people. Yeah. Any uh, parting words for our Flowtown natives? Nothing, man. Just stay safe and. Uh... Red love. That's it. That's the Brooklyn way. Slow <laughs> town way. I can jump in here a little bit there. Um, like I said, Florence is it's a special it's a special place, man. That I feel like we we don't get the credit that we deserve. So I'll, I'll challenge people like when you traveling to Miami, when you traveling to Myrtle Beach, when you going to Columbia, and you're forced. Good to drive by Florence, man. Stop in for a second. Check out Thunderbird. Apparently, chicken is amazing. We got some yep. good, really good museums. We have a downtown yep. area that has um, been revitalized, man. So lots of really cool nuggets, man. So I would just challenge you to, you know, to take a stop in Florence and check it out and let us know what you think. Now I will say also, with Thunderbird, I was gonna say Thunderbird. Well, I, I always recognize it because of that giant sign. <laughs> yeah. And I tried, I think we there one time. I don't know why we didn't end up eating there. We ended up going to like a barbecue spot like next door. But Thunderbird has that giant sign. It's a hotel, isn't it? Isn't a hotel yeah, next yeah, to man. It's a hotel. It, 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 it's a bed and breakfast, dog. It's a delicious treat. Every Sunday after church. Every Sunday after church. That's where the meetup is. Thunderbird. That's where we going to eat dinner. That's where you go on the fellowship. Like it's it's the staple in Florence. Absolutely. If you're from the state of South Carolina and you're into like football or the local sports, Wilson High School, you want to come to a Wilson High School homecoming football game. Like they come out, the city comes out, and it's like they come out almost like it's a college experience. Like a tailgate. Like they shut down downtown. That's a real great weekend to be in Florence. The Pecan Festival, which I think is hosted in August. If you're in the state. 
Um, that's a wonderful uh, event that they do downtown or they kind of shut down the area and it's a good place to get some good food and network and have a good time. So yeah. Yeah, come through Florence, man. Google it. It's, it's nice. there. You're right, Jay. <laughs> Google it. Yeah. It's going to pop up. You know, Justin, we out here. We out here. Yeah, Justin, we didn't really uh, mention festivals in the other episodes. I didn't think about that. So, Greg, that was a good good point. I know in Columbia we have, or the Midlands area, we have the, the okra strut, and Elgin uh, has the catfish stomp, uh, which, hilarious story behind that uh, catfish stomp thing. Uh, <laughs> my dad, of course, who is a very much a jokester, um, you know, we were younger when we would see this and our address actually said Elgin, but pretty much, you know, went to school, did everything else in Columbia. So, uh, we would see the signs for the catfish stomp. And of course we were curious. And I think one time we were driving home from somewhere and Justin was like, so like, what did I do at like the catfish stomp? And of course my dad saw this as a golden opportunity to be uh, as sarcastic as possible. Troll. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. He was trolling before trolling was a thing. Yeah. So he was like, well, they take it, they, they go to the pond or something like that to catch a bunch of catfish and throw it out in the field and jump on it. And like Justin believed, <laughs> believed, <laughs> believed it. And, yeah. And he was like, it sounds like something country they would do, you know what I'm saying, for whatever reason. So uh, shout out to Florence for the Pecan Festival and all the small things, man. Small town uh, charm there in Florence. They do have an airport. I flew out of Air Florence uh, going to yeah. Miami. It was like one dude uh, checking bags, uh, taking tickets, uh, <laughs> opening. I'm so serious. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's kind of joking us right now. I'm, man. No, I'm, I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not even. I caught. I caught an American Airlines flight out of Florence to Charlotte and then to Miami. And uh, he, it was one dude. He he got my bags. He checked my ticket, and I went to like the one or two gates that are that are there, and got on a prop plane. Jay, he's not joking. That, that's that's, that's real. See, I'm talking about Greg. That's real. Airport. That's like, real. He's not bagging on us. And I and I caught it. Our airport is just strong enough to get you to Charlotte or Columbia. Yeah, and it's, then you going where you trying to go. Yeah, like, it's that, a connector. It's, it's definitely a connector. True. So <laughs> it might save you some money though, uh, if you're willing to make the drive depending yeah. on where you're at. So I bet he treated you nicely though. He was a he was a dope nice dude, man. He was guy. you know, no right. complaints. I, I mean I didn't have to wait. So, you know, that was good. <laughs> so but yeah, man. But I uh I appreciate y'all being on, man, and I'm going to go ahead and close this out, man. So with that being said, uh, I really appreciate y'all being on. I hope everybody who is listening, I hope you learned something else about South Carolina, man, our beloved state. And the reason I'm doing this is really just to bring y'all more information. As we like to say about said talk, we are unconventionally educational um, as well. So. Um, I would be remiss to not take this time to say rest in peace to Gregory Floyd, man. Uh, it is such a tragic time to where being black in this country, it's it's just difficult just by existing. Uh, I find it hard that we cannot find the time or the energy or the effort to solve minor issues without someone dying. Um, tell me why uh, selling cigarettes, selling CDs, riding a bike with Skittles ends up in somebody dying. Meanwhile, white men with large guns looking like they came out of a uh, Call of Duty map stormed the Michigan Capitol screaming, yelling, no bullets fly, no punches thrown, nobody dies. Um, how is that 
uh, able to happen, but somehow because the skin tone changes, death happens. So someone needs to answer that question for me. Um, we are not too far removed from Ahmaud Arbery's death as well, uh, where simply someone exercising, regardless of whatever history he had, um, death should not be the result as well. So uh, to all my brothers and sisters out there, please stay safe. Uh, continue to fight to give a fight. However you do that uh, for whatever injustice we face in this country and to people who are not black, uh, especially white people, um, speak up. Use your privilege. Um, when you see things that are wrong, do not be silent. Silence results in violence. Okay, so definitely speak up when you have the opportunity to do so. It's not easy, it's not comfortable, but death isn't comfortable for us either. So again, I appreciate y'all being on, man. Uh, everybody be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at said underscore talk. Uh, be sure to click the link in the bio to listen to past episodes on baseball, uh, the, the 2000s, which is one of my favorite episodes. Check that one out. Pay for play. We talk about college athletes. Also in that link, we have some merchandise. So be sure to cop that. We got mugs, we got t-shirts, stickers, whatever you like, more merch to come. And, uh, like, share, and subscribe, man. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later.